0805 a.m., 7th December, 1941. When Paul reached the deck of the California, he didn't know what to make of what he saw. The first thing he thought was that maybe George was right and the Army was just running a bunch of drills. The sky was awash with fighter planes, darting in and out of the harbor with a flare and precision that would indicate just that. But then he looked a little closer. Bullets streamed from the turrets of the planes, hailing down on all those underneath like hellfire. From his spot on the port side of the deck, Paul had a clear view of the naval station and dockyard on the easternmost side of the harbor. Planes flew about it like flies on a dead carcass, and as they did they rained fire and brimstone upon the buildings and ships alike. But they didn't stop there. Every single plane, and that meant every single plane, was headed right in the direction of Battleship Row. Like a wave erupting from the tips of the planes, bullets streamed over the water as they got closer and closer to the battleships. He could see the spray from the ocean as the bullets pelted it. He could feel the water on his face as it flew into the air and carried across the bay. The deck was alight with panic now, too, as crewmen rushed back and forth across the open deck. Some carried huge magazines of ammunition thrown over their shoulders as they charged for the turrets. But most just ran, too confused to make sense of what was happening, ducking and dodging as they tried to avoid the bullets that were spraying every which way. And then he noticed the torpedoes. It probably wasn't the first torpedo dropped, but it was the first that he saw. It came from a plane flying low over Battleship Row. He heard the plane first, the loud hum call of the engine, screeching and screaming as it rocketed through the sky, so low that Paul could have almost reached out and grabbed it. The plane flew over his head, a torpedo clearly strapped to the underneath hangar of the plane. It then turned in midair, swinging its body around so as to head directly for the front of Battleship Row. Like a large green magnet, Paul kept his eyes trained on that torpedo, unable to look away. Forgetting everything that was happening around him, the screaming, the yelling, the gunfire, everything, he watched as the plane reared up and released the bomb from its grasp. As if suspended in time, the torpedo fell from the sky, seeming to take an age before it landed at the end of Battleship Row. Where it landed, Paul had no idea. He could only wait for the effect but none came. One second. Two. There was no explosion from the dropped bomb. Four seconds. Five. Still nothing. It must have missed. It must have. Paul had never felt anything like it in his life. The entire ship shook as a cataclysmic explosion from the end of Battleship Row rocked the waters around it, like a volcano bursting through the earth. The explosion was so large, so detrimental, that even from the other end of the row, Paul could feel its effect. He felt it in his feet where the deck from his own ship shook. He felt it in his body as his stomach lurched forward from the sudden shock. And he felt it on his face as the explosion rose through the air like a great white shark, snapping at dangling prey. The heat from the explosion, so intense, so insurmountable that it was like nothing he had ever felt. But more than that, he saw it. 
The average battleship weighed 32,000 tons, and he saw every single ton of that steel rise in the air like the hand of God had reached down and picked it up himself. For one second, Paul could have sworn that the battleship hovered, suspended at least 15 feet above the water, before it came crashing down in an orgy of iron, fire, and blood. Again, Paul felt the California shake as the shock waves of the destroyed battleship ran through the entire bay.